0: negativity. Negativity. There's an abundance of it out in the world right now and it is hard to avoid. You can't just ignore negativity or wish it away. So what are you supposed to do to contain its impacts on your life? We'll dive in after this quick word from our sponsor.
1: Hey guys, Ashley here. Are you having trouble meeting the right girl? Are you struggling due to lack of confidence, not knowing what to say, or not having a plan? Are you tired of being told to act confident around women without being told how? If so, I'd like to introduce you to the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting book from David Sharp. If you are afraid to approach women in public, this book is for you. If you aren't having success meeting women on dating websites or apps, this book is for you. If you're having trouble connecting with women on dates, this book is for you. The Gentleman's Guide to Flirting has loads of modern, field-tested, and ready-to-use examples to help you confidently approach women and meet great women either in person or online. It also has practical, real-world advice to help you truly get the most out of the dating process. And it has thoughtful, practical advice for cultivating and sustaining your relationships for the long term. It's got it all, and you're going to love it. The book's website is Gentleman's Guide to That's Gentleman's Guide to You can go to Gentleman's Guide to and click the Buy Now button, or just search for Gentleman's Guide to Flirting by David Sharp on Amazon.com or anywhere else you buy your favorite books or ebooks, and start changing your life now.
0: Hello there. Welcome to episode 59 of the Gentleman's Guide to Flirting podcast. I am David, the author of the book of the same name, Gentleman's Guide to Flirting, available on Amazon.com and everywhere else you find your favorite books or ebooks worldwide. This week, we don't have the most fun of subjects, but something that we need to discuss. Negativity. Negativity. Millions of us struggle to address or contain the negativity in our lives, and that includes me very much so. Let's define it very briefly. Negativity is the expression of criticism or of pessimism about something, and it can come from anywhere around you, including within yourself, people close to you, your co-workers, your bosses, your friends, your neighbors, your community, other people out in the public, your girlfriend, or your wife, or your children. So, it can come from everywhere, like we said, but the situation is even worse than that, the way the human mind works. There's something called negativity bias, and that's also known as the negativity effect. What that is, is the notion that even when of equal intensity, comparing negative and positive things, things of a more negative nature, for example, unpleasant thoughts, unpleasant emotions, negative social interactions or harmful or traumatic events tend to have a greater effect on one's psychological state and processes than neutral or positive things. That's straight out of Wikipedia. Well paraphrased out of Wikipedia. In other words, something very positive will generally have a less, less of an impact on someone's behavior and their thinking than something equally emotional but negative some studies have suggested that negativity is essentially what they called quote unquote an attention magnet an attention magnet that's interesting what they mean is when asked to recall a recent emotional event many people tend to report the negative events more often than they report positive events and the researchers who are conducting these studies thought this is because negative memories are more front of mind than the positive memories for many, many people. They also um, think that people tend to underestimate how frequently they experience positive effects in their life and that they more often forget the positive emotional experiences or daily experiences than they forget the negative emotional experiences in our lives. Another point that was raised when I was researching, getting ready to put this podcast together, I'm not 100% sure this is right. I'm going to go and say it, and if you disagree with what's said here, like, for, for example, if you don't feel it applies to where you live, like your country or your culture where, where you live in the world, please let me know in the comments on YouTube or hit me up on Twitter or uh, Instagram and let me know. I'm very curious about this. And I want to make sure that the information that I'm giving you guys in these podcasts is as accurate as possible and not U.S. or European centric. I want it to apply globally as best I can. But when I was researching negativity, I didn't expect this and the The point raised was around politics, people's political leanings, and the point made was research points to a correlation between political affiliation and negativity bias, and what they mean by that is conservatives. And if you're not you're familiar with what that term means, conservatives are what you may hear in Western presses being more right or right wing. Folks are more sensitive to negative stimuli and therefore tend to lean towards right-leaning ideology, which considers threat reduction and social order to be its main focus. Individuals with lower negative bias, that's on the, on the opposite of the spectrum, tend to lean towards liberal political policies such as pluralism and are accepting of diverse social groups, which by proxy could threaten social structure and cause greater risk of unrest. I don't know if that's true, but I felt that I really need to include that in this coverage just, just for your own consideration. But again, if you have any input there or insights, please uh, share it with the group. All right, let me bring it back to day-to-day reality and share some examples of how I have dealt with some various forms of negativity in my own life recently. I'm sharing these in hopes that the, my approach might help you. Uh, the first thing, and we all, no matter where we're at in the world, had to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. And that may have had dramatic effects on countless millions, hundreds of millions of, or billions of people around the world. Basically, the way I see it, and I realized this fairly early on when this wasn't, when it became apparent that the pandemic wasn't just going to burn out In a few days or a few weeks, I had to adjust to it just like everyone else. The way I looked at it was, hey, the world has decided to go take some things away from me. Like I cannot go out and do things in public. I can't can't go out and socialize like I'm used to. You got to work from home. There were a whole bunch of things that happened. There were some resource shortages, a lot of things I like to do. I just couldn't do. Just like everybody else listening to this podcast right now, we're all affected the same way. But my mindset kicked in and said, Hey, good. You take some stuff away. Take some distractions away that I don't need. I'll focus on what matters. I'll double down on what I still have to do. I, I still feel this way to this day about the pandemic. It's not over, right? For any of us. So yeah, double down on what I still have to, what I still have available to do that I can still do. I can work on stalled projects. In fact, if I'm being quite honest, yeah. Um, the pandemic started in f- January, February, March of 2020. I used that time where a lot of things that I'm calling distractions got taken away from me. I said, fine, I'll go and finish off The Gentleman's Got a Flirting Book. I've been working on that thing for approximately three years. And the reason why I got it done and out the door is because of the pandemic really because all of a sudden I had more time I'm not going to sit around and do nothing and be miserable that's not how I think that is the opposite of how I want to live my life and that's something I want to share with you is don't just sit back and be miserable and depressed due to the bad hand you've been dealt in life find a way to go find the wins in any situation the pandemic was a gigantic global problem obviously but with individual impacts but doesn't change the way I think about things I still want to stack as many wins as possible and keep working towards my goals as best I can no matter what kind of bag of shit life has handed me also related to the pandemic I decided and this is something I do naturally but I wanted to be more watchful of the health and well-being of others close to me, and I want to make sure that they're holding up well. You know, family, my lady, uh, other people that are very close to me, close friends, I want to keep an extra eye on them because the way I live my life is I operate better when things are the worst. I don't back away from friends and family when things turn bad. I fight better when I'm backed into a corner, so... I'm kind of a useful person to have around when things get bad, especially if someone's dealing with some health issues of their own or in their family, or they have some financial problems. Maybe I can do something about, I mean, I'm your guy. And I also wanted to make extra efforts to help those and support those around me who may have been hurt by what's going on outside of my closest circle, family and friends. Or people who are struggling to handle the changes. And that extended to my neighbors where I live, in my community, and just people in general. I would just kept, kept the watchful eye out. Uh, if I could do something to help somebody out, like if you've got where I live, there's a number of elderly neighbors who may not have been too comfortable with doing things like something as simple as going to the grocery store to get groceries because they were afraid they may you know, pick up something. So I was very quick to go and keep my, to raise my hand. Matter of fact, I kept my hand raised saying yes, volunteering for the entire duration of the pandemic. And it's still up. If somebody wants to need some help, I'm going to be there for them until this thing totally burns out. So there you go. Next thing I want to bring up is an example, because I imagine a lot of you guys have issues with dealing with other human beings in a, in a business situation or, a work situation in business it could be people that you're working your partners or other people you work with if you own you and operate your own business or it could be dealing with difficult partners suppliers or customers in a normal work situation it could be any kind of thing under the sun that could go wrong generate negativity in your life from a co-worker and or a boss or or a customer i guess in a work situation i just want to give you just a rough Idea of how I think about those kind of things. What what sprung to mind when I was thinking about rattling off some examples for this podcast was there was a technical issue that came up recently, unrelated to this podcast, unrelated to the book. Yeah, I have a I work in the technology field, and I and I'm, i got several business ideas that I'm progressing in that arena so stuff comes up from time to time dealing with other people and like like we said before in the podcast negativity is all around you and it can come spring up anywhere it could be a heck of a problem so there was a a person who brought up a technical issue and it wasn't something i needed to directly address but it's the kind of thing i'm good at handling so i had my hand up to go and try to go and help address the issue and generally speaking what i was thinking about is number one If it's an issue that needs to be resolved, of course, you got to go and find a way to competently resolve whatever technical problem it is, technical business or business problem, whatever it is, affecting the customer or partner or whatever it is, right, obviously. But also, I want to lower the temperature of the issue at hand. Unfortunately, for this particular problem, the temperature got raised up. There were people upset and angry and That's not a situation conducive to getting things done. So you need to lower the temperature of the issue at hand as best you can. In this particular case, there's negativity all around. The reason I bring this up is because not only do I want to exit problems like this, and these happen all the time in my world with the issue actually being taken care of and people not being angry anymore, I also want to hit a grand slam home run and I'm sorry about the American baseball analogy there, but I want to swing for the fences every single time and not just take care of the technical problem. I want to do it in such a way, do it in such a way to convert the negative parties, the people who are standing opposed, who are upset. I want to convert them after the is over and everything and the dust has settled down, I want to convert the negative party or parties into allies or supporters instead of detractors. I talk a lot about not about conducting yourself in every way when it's dealing with people, whether it's business, friends, whatever. Conduct yourself in a way where you're not leaving a trail of damage and destruction behind you. There are different ways to go and solve a technical problem or a business issue or a customer problem. You can technically on the surface handle the issue and move beyond it, but to decrease the amount of negativity and hard feelings and people that I deal with in my world, I like to keep that top of mind. I like to think about maintaining the health of relationships, and if I don't have a relationship with somebody that uh, is a party to a problem that I'm having, I like to go and use the resolution of the issue at hand, the resolution of the problem as an opportunity to go and seed a relationship with them. So that's, that's my second example. The third thing I want to bring up is I, from time to time, if you listen to the, all my podcast episodes, I talk about going to the gym. And I don't know why I keep saying this, but it's definitely relevant to how I handle negative things in my personal life. I think about negative things and I'm not proud to say this at all. I am not proud to go and admit this. I think about negative things that happened from years ago. Sometimes they just pop into my head. Some sack of shit did something to me. Usually it's because someone disrespected me or. Just some interpersonal conflict. It could have happened freaking 10 or 20 years ago. I don't know what's wrong with me. But sometimes it pops into my head and pisses me off right there. Not when I'm with any other body else. And nobody else knows what's happening. The, The whole problem's confined inside of my head. But it's still a distraction because... Sometimes these negative thoughts, when they pop into my head, they may interfere with my wind stacking for that day, for with my pursuing the goals for that day, because something reminded me of something that happened a long time ago that I didn't think ended well. So I need to get those thoughts out of my head because it is absolutely unacceptable to me to be going about my business in a day without stacking wins and without making progress towards my goals or doing something constructive and progressing my interest forward. So I may need to step away and do something physical. That's what works for me. For For me, going to a gym and moving some metal around works. I like to lift. like the lift weights but i am wondering if stepping away and doing some chores or some other physical activity would help others as well like if you have this issue with being negative and negative thoughts pop into your head instead of just sitting there dwelling on it just doing on it all day maybe when you see that mentally something triggers in your head something clicks and says i gotta go run this negative thought out of my head that is what i do I, i i confess i have this problem i i don't know how to defeat this problem where it doesn't come up. What I'm telling you is when I do have negative thoughts coming to my head, I'm immediately thinking I've got to run, I've got to stamp this, i got to smash this, uh, this negative thought, i got to drive it out of my head. So I am definitely thinking about at that point, I need to make sure that I get into the gym that day because I find that lifting weights works for me. What i have to do is i don't have a gym in my home i have to drive 30 minutes at least depending what gym i'm going to and i might still be fuming in the car just the act of getting in the car and driving to the gym doesn't work for me because i may still be pissed off but the negative feelings definitely dissipate for me once i move in that middle or once i'm making that exertion in the gym this might not be for everybody not everyone may be physically able to go to a gym and lift weights i just want to go put that thought out that i want to share the issue that I have with negativity, because I think millions of people listening <laughs> to the podcast now, they may be suffering from the same issue, and I just want you to know that you're not alone. Now, I might be a total weirdo about the gym driving negative thoughts out of my head, and maybe there's some weird thing that's that pertains to me. Hey, tell me what works for you. If you find something else that works for you, when you got negative thoughts in your head, and you needed to drive them out so you can get back to, get back to work and get back to doing what you're supposed to be doing, hey... Share your thoughts post a comment on youtube let me hit me up on twitter or instagram or maybe leave me a comment on amazon Amazon amazon.com or uh, or anywhere else that you go and leave comments where my book the gentleman's got a flirting book is available for purchase leave me a comment there and tell me just tell, tell me what your thoughts are all right that is all i have for this week let's get to work